Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 20-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y music.net, also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, and most of the places you get your music online. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you got an extra buck or two, you wouldn't mind tossing in the podcast tip jar. Please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Also, considering help get the word on the street via social media five-star rating and review and or tell a friend or two happy thought of the day is by gary lavox life is frustrating enough your hobby isn't supposed to put you over the edge thanks for tuning in and welcome to the mark stary music podcast enjoy Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 291. Please support this week's sponsors, ID Chrysler, Zumbrota, and the B-Dale Club. Also, thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Still have yet to play my first patio show of the season, but I'm guessing it just may happen this week. Last week's Geeks Wrap-Up. Wednesday played at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. The new patio is looking amazing. Thursday played at B-Dale Club in St. Paul slash Roseville, Minnesota. After four times, Tracy may finally have enough footage for his college project. Saturday played at Eagle Lounge in Fox Creek, Wisconsin. Good to have previous podcast guest Jimmy Lindbergh rocking the bar. Upcoming shows. Wednesday, May 12th, 2021, I'll be playing at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Thursday, May 13th, I'll be playing at B-Dale Club in Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota from 7 to 10 p.m. Saturday, May 15th, I'll be playing at Vanelli's by the Lake in Forest Lake, Minnesota from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. Part three of three with Matt and Heidi from the popular country band Hitchville. We talk Rascal Flats, stories behind the songs, and more. Enjoy the conversation. Okay, back when I was doing my my Nashville songwriter stuff, uh, my friend Chris took me to a Grammy party. And we're sitting there, and I'm with a bunch of Scani folks. I'm originally from Wisconsin. And we drank the whole party out of Amstel Light or whatever, just because what we were just dirt balls, you know. But I was writing for a publishing company, Arista Media, right there. And we saw um, the band uh, Rascal Flats play acoustic as a three piece. <laughs> And it was just in somebody's backyard right by Belmont up there, and it was incredible. And so I'm leading to, I also play harmonica. And I have one of my favorite harmonica players is Sugar Blue. is a very unique, intricate style. 
and it take it's taken me years to kind of mimic that or use some of those pieces in my toolbox. So I wanted to ask you, Matt, who you definitely have some Gary Lavox in your toolbox, <laughs> and was it? How did you like that? Is tricky stuff in my view. Uh, like like me doing like sugar blue stuff, I would slow it down to try to get those little licks. Mm-hmm. Did you did naturally have a voice that sounded like that, or did you really work at that? Uh, I didn't really work. And Gary Lavox, my grandma's listening, is the singer for Rascal Flats. <laughs> they had a bunch of hit songs. Uh, they uh, have a bunch of hit songs, like like so. The many. biggest wedding song yeah. ever. Um, They're the so, top so top many. selling country group of. Uh, I think of the decade from twenty. It was a two thousand to two thousand ten or something like that. They have a lot of accolades. And my great, favorite, great this dudes. for you, but I'm going to tell you right now, this guy doesn't have to work very hard to sound as good as he does. It's kind of just a gift. God Those little gave licks him. and riffs and stuff. Yes, my it's one of my favorite country it? songs of all time would be "Fast Cars and Freedom." When I knew you guys were going to be on, for some reason I've been listening. That they have some really, really good songs. They do, and it's not just a bunch just of shit that. either. That's my son's favorite, and I just heard it today. Fast Cars and in Freedom. The car as we Why were is that so catchy? I don't. Yeah, it's such a I can't great. That it's such a great, great hook. I mean, they. They definitely had uh, a formula that that worked for them for a long time, but I I didn't. People tell me if I sound like Gary Lavox or whatever, which is it's a huge compliment. But I grew up listening to my biggest influences are Stevie Wonder and Vince Gill, and when I started singing country, that's I guess how my voice sounded, and then I I, I heard of Rascal Flatts. I think when they I, I remember the first time I heard their first single. I was driving truck, and it was Travis Moon who used to do the afternoons at K102. Travis Moon's test tune, and it was Praying for Daylight, uh, which is Flats' first single. And I'm like, God, these guys sound this. The har- I love the harmonies, man. And and uh, and the, that first album was. There's not a bad song in that first record, man. Uh, uh, Mark Bright and Marty, the two guys that produced that record, I, Marty, I can't remember his last name, did tons and tons of hit records in the late '90s and early 2000s, but. I, I just, uh, that's how I sounded. I ended up sounding like him, and then we ended up having... You actually have a little bit deeper tone, which is actually little deeper. really nice. Yeah, it's deeper, yeah. Yeah, yeah just the tiniest bit, but it's, that's the only thing. I mean, but I must get asked a million times a night, He who, who's the guy he sounds like? If they can't come up with it themselves, they want me to tell them. And I'm like, you mean the guy from... Yeah, and then they finish my sentence. It's Why, like it comes yeah. to him as I'm saying it. Why I relate is because I hear it all the time when I play a harmonica. They're like, oh, you sound just like freaking John Popper from Blues Travel. I'm, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, I don't even listen to Blues Travel. I mm-hmm. listen to Sugar Blue who learned from who John Poplar learned from yeah. or whatever. And so I hear it all the time with my harmonica stuff. And But I intentionally learned those licks. And what the Rascal Flatts uh, aspect of your singing, mm-hmm. I just think that's like, staring at you. Yeah. That, it, those little triplets and shit are harder than hell. Yes. Yes. And I so don't... when you're singing some Rascal Flatts and we're all supposed to do that, to, to, to oh, and he, make, he makes it tough difficult for him too. For us to sometimes <laughs> just, do this, he'll be like, "You just gotta go." Blah, 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 and I'm, oh, oh yeah, sure, Matt. Let me just work oh, on that, that for a minute. I'll be over here I, working on that for the a way, minute. The way that I learned <laughs> how to sing. Don't move right there. It is. <laughs> <laughs> the way the, I actually learned. I mean, listening to Stevie Wonder and stuff was super influential for me. But honestly, 
in the early 90s, I was a huge, huge, huge Boys to Men fan. And oh, I would em- yeah, emulate Wanye Morris's riffs. And I would practice those riffs like day and night and day and night and be able to listen to that. Motown Philly record and sing every vocal riff with those guys along with them. That's that's kind of how I trained, I guess, my voice to do that. And and uh, that's so I, Boys to Men was a monster influence. For, I cover vocally. Motown Philly. Oh, do you? Not I good. Love Boys that's to Men. Awesome. Come on. That's well, here's awesome. the thing. I was thought real quick. So they say you. Here's honestly the truth. They say you sound like Gary Lavox. I hear it shows I look like Gary Lavox. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's not awesome, good. Man. <laughs> sure does. He's had which which version of him is what I want to know. You need to say which one, which year. I just say you look like the guy from the Rascal Flats, like me and Joe Don. Uh, yeah, Joe Don. Yeah. You could have added that to Hitchville, Hitchville Billy Don, and that would have got over. That, that's not a see. We freaking no, we no, missed he's out on lying. that dude. It wouldn't have gone. Oh, no, 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 no. They we well, didn't need to add another name. Billy already threw me. Yeah. <laughs> But there, uh, we I do get asked that a lot, and, and it's uh, it's always um, obviously a, a big compliment I take. Well, and we've we've been lucky enough, or I have been lucky enough to hang out with those dudes when they come into town. The last I don't know three four times maybe when my, one of my best friends is there uh, played pedal steel and banjo with them for 16 years. Travis Toy and toured was in their band for I think it was 17 years before they kind of broke things off last year. Um, so and Travis played on our played Dobro Travis and Travis is insanely talented. Probably one of the most talented. I, I musicians mean, the guy I, could I sing as well as anybody that was in Rascal Flatts, in my opinion. Yeah, he's and he wrote he wrote, he wrote our talented. he wrote a song on our first album, which was our first song that was that was placed in a film, our first film placement, which is cool. My vehicle needs some major TLC this week. The trees are all in bloom and pollen's everywhere. My car looks more like the yellow submarine than my beloved black Jeep Cherokee got from ID Chrysler. With 250,000 miles in my old car, was just too much for the poor thing to take. I found myself looking for my new dream ride at ID Chrysler, and the staff can more help with me choosing a vehicle and willing to work with my, as I call it, musician's credit score. Their philosophy is simple, time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out their inventory at ZombrotaCDJR.com or take the beautiful drive down US 52 to 1900 Roscoe Avenue, Zumbrota, Minnesota, to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Friday, 8 to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 9 to 5 p.m. Closed on Sundays. Check out ID Chrysler Zumbrota today and enjoy a safe spring season full of adventures and memories out in the open road in a new ride. Um, five years ago, maybe four years ago. Um, I called I'm four Great. Five years ago. I think so. I think it was no. 2015. No, really? I think so. Oh, well, shit, that's seven years now, isn't it? No, six? six. Yes. Oh, math is hard. That's, yeah. Uh, numbers are hard. <laughs> Cripes. Yeah. I, um, so I, and those guys are, are are really fun hangs. We have Coors Light drinking contests back in the in the day. Those, they were, they were a good hang. And of course, they're, they're tremendously good live. And they're, their band was we had at one point we have four guys from Flass's band play on our first album. Yeah. We had Timmy Akers playing That's how keys. Much we liked uh John Jeanson Chank playing That's fiddle how much he liked and Mando and right. Travis playing banjo and dobro. Um 
Yeah, lucky us. We had some All great players on our, on our album, first right? record. I mean, outstanding. On. Yeah. I can't. Here's the thing. Some I'm insanely proud of our albums, but I couldn't tell you a thing about who. Or what? Who played what? Oh, there's the song. guy that played. I uh-huh. I'd have to see them to go. Oh, there's the guy. There's the guy. Mm-hmm. This guy can pull out everybody's names all the time. What yeah. other songs they wrote? What ones we do? It just drives me. That's crazy. That's because I'm I just don't, twenty years younger than you. That is that's absolute <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I was going to move to next. Is that is our age? To, <laughs> let's all talk about our age. No, what I was going to talk to you about is your. Because a lot of our listeners are songwriters and musicians that want to get in the scene and people just like seeing behind the the curtain of the live music life and stuff. So I do want to talk about and promote your guys' original music as well. Right. And I have a list of songs. I want. I always do like the story behind the song segment. Ooh. So I was just going to ask you a couple and um, two for sure. And I'll let you guys pick one, whatever. Because after every episode, I think I'm going to break this up into three episodes. After every episode, play one of your songs so people okay. can kind of check cool. it out if that's cool. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, so let's start with. We're uh, good for three episodes, huh? I think so. Yeah, wow. did, yeah, this wow. has been great. So we're finishing up now, but can you tell <laughs> me this? Telling that many interesting things. I didn't. I've I known you so. a long time. That's impossible. That's it is seemingly impossible. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like so. The, what's the story behind your 2015 song? No, 2012 song. Whoop it up. And is that one of your main crowd pleaser songs for your original songs? Yes. Yes. And what's the story? How who wrote it? Who played on it? Where'd you track it? Like what? What's the story behind that song? Well, we tr- we tracked the vocals up up here at Skyland Studio with Darren Rust, who produced our first album. Um, he was just on the podcast. Really? We love yeah, Darren. Yeah, he just did wow. Lean Greed one stuff. Yeah, he 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 does all he, arrangements for Home Free. For Home the Free. Yeah, he yeah. was just on the show. Yeah, he's yeah. A, he's um. That's a whole crazy from story, the too, is from the Blenders, yes. And yeah. me, I went to college in, in Moorhead at Concordia, and my quartet followed the Blenders around like puppy dogs. And then however many years later, I'm, we got hooked up with him and, 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 uh, and, and cut our first album. And he was a fan of you. And he was a big fan. Yes, we liked all the same music. We loved Take Six and Rascal, and Rascal Flatts. So we all we had the same. So, But Whoop It Up, we just got, it was just Can't a... a Oh, sorry. We got uh, pitched six. that song really early, and no, I it was there were three, Who three writers on. I I can't even remember where. I, Darren might have gotten it because at the time the Blenders were cutting their uh, songs of the Soul album. And he was working with this group of studio guys in Nashville to to play on, which a lot of those cats played on our first record. Are you kidding me? Is he and, stumped you? Like you know. Steel Trap, can't remember. You, if you like Google you guys, the first thing that comes up is Whoop It Up. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that's we, the we, one that got airplay all, like, on yes, a bunch that, of that's, that's, radio. That's the song that we were told to push to. So it got it got airplay on... on uh, well, at the time, it was... Uh, it was K-102. What, what it, no, it was K-102, but it, it got... Um, what, what the hell is the... the Bob? iHeart Music, which used oh. to be... What did iHeart use? I'm, you're the last person to ask yeah, what sure iHeart used. Where did Heidi go? Our Heart know. Music stations, like it was in about seven or eight different markets across the country, that song was. I don't believe it ever charted. Um, if it did, maybe it was like number 99 or something. I don't know. But 
We don't ever say it. Charted. Well, overseas it did. I'm sure. Number yeah, we're huge. Yeah, <laughs> we're huge in China. Um, but we we just thought it was a great you know something, song to lead off should with. Be made in the USA. Huge, yeah, huge like party tune and whatever. And it was, I mean, and at the same time, really s- silly tongue in cheek lyrics. You know, shimmy shimmy bang bang. <laughs> you know, dancing like nurse good body on hee haw. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times people have asked us, like, what are the words of that one part where and how they've recited it to us? Is, it's been hilarious, like, dead-ass wrong lyrics, but it's they're like, so it's funny. Like it's so funny. when you were growing up and you, and you were singing a song and you sang the wrong words, and suddenly when you're older, you're like, oh, I sang that wrong my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. It's we have that conversation we a lot in, when we're on the road about... Yeah. Remember when you used to think the song Curie Laison? I thought it was Gimme a Laser. <laughs> Give me a laser down the road that I must try. I like, cover that one too. You know, do you really? Yeah. Uh, Carry a laser. Yeah. Yeah, and it means Crazy. Lord have mercy. Exactly. Yes. And, and I, that I, guy, I, I watch that. a live version of that, and that guy can cut a promo. That singer. Oh my Is God. Right? He's also the bass player. And he wrote writes the lyrics, and wow, that is a cool song. Yeah, that's a super it's cool. A I don't know what tune. he's talking about, but it's a really cool yeah, song. Yeah, absolutely. Is that Mr. one of those goosebumps songs? Couple, yeah, mm-hmm. Broken Wings was my other. Broken Wings, love that one. Outstanding. So that's, that's the bit. What about we just? I don't remember where the hell we got. It. I think. I, I I think Darren like had got it from. We know the story a, of all of our songs except that one. Yeah, except know. our <laughs> your biggest ostensibly hits. our biggest tune. Uh, yeah. It's great. We just That's we thought it was really, really awesome, and so we're rich. like, let's cut this one. You hey, know? dude from Mister Rister, where'd you guys hear get Carrie Lazen? Uh, my buddy Darren pitched it. Yeah, exactly. Well, we got uh, I don't know. It's in a basket of tunes not, we just picked it's out. It's not Carrie. It's it's get me a laser. Give me a laser. Give me a laser yeah. down the road, Lamas travel. Yep. He was a big Star Wars fan, so go was? figure. Oh, is yeah. like, right, right. I'm sorry, I said was. I'm wearing and an R2D2 T-shirt, and I have Star Wars tattoos on all of my thing arms. Ever a yeah. more wrong conjunction yep. ever. This is crazy. I was at my parents' house yesterday. I go home once a week to visit them there in Turtle Lake, Wisconsin. My mother handed me my my childhood blanket or cover for my bed or whatever you would whatever you'd call that Mm -hmm. and it's star wars like old school 80s comforter of star wars heck yeah dude so okay if you could meet one star wars character matt who would you meet carrie fisher hands down (laughs) you know yeah no (laughs) like if i could meet yoda my life would be complete no Probably Carrie Fisher. I mean, I, and especially since she died, uh, she's, I, you know, I have a, I have a uh, little poster of uh, Return of the Jedi poster with that Carrie signed. I have a Carrie Fisher autograph, which is pretty one of my prized Star Wars possessions, as among many, 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 many Star Wars. Yes. Uh, and what do you think? Are you like the original three your favorites? OT. I didn't watch it. Original trilogy. Yeah. I, I'm a huge. Oh, I'm sorry. Original We're pulling fan. out the OT. You mean the OT? Why, while I'm <laughs> sipping, while I'm sipping water out of my Mandalorian <laughs> blender bottle here, it's just oh. ever. I got. I just bought a new I car about a week ago. And I Is that a Jeep? That white no, one? it's a Hyundai Kona. Nice. So, well, yeah, but it's got a. I got Mine's a couple cooler. Star Wars stickers on the back window already. So. Mine's next to it. It's cooler. 
Nice. We both drive drive American. small white crossover American utility vehicles Chevy. that are we're gonna we're gonna race. We'll probably so race. So Heidi, what's your movie passion then? Pee Wee's Big it, Adventure. <laughs> With D. Snyder of freaking uh, yes yeah. of uh, Twisted Sister in yeah. there shooting the video. I just I just said that because I watched that movie. Oh, actually, it was on HBO. I actually was a giant. You know, I was sitting in the seat the first Star Wars that came out, and I remember leaving the theater and saying, "When's the next one coming out?" I thought it was the greatest thing I'd ever seen, and I was very much in love with Star Wars too as a kid. But um, my I don't know. I'm I'm kind of like one of those nerds that likes the the 80s movies that came out that were like She's you know Vision Vision Rocky. Quests yeah. and She's the Rockies Rocky. and the and the what else did I really like? I liked uh, the Breakfast Club and I liked all the Saint Almost Fire. Like I loved those mm-hmm. yeah, that I group of people that was in all the movies for mm-hmm. a while there. And then and then the 90s came and I was a huge Forrest Gump fan. Like I thought Forrest Gump was like one of the best movies. I remember walking out feeling like. I don't know. I feel like I'd had a, an experience, like, and then I found out that, yeah, never mind. Okay, so yes, that was one of those things. <laughs> Sounds that I really good. Liked. <laughs> so another song I wanted to ask you about, I thought was really good, is uh, even when it's bad, oh. it's good from 2015. Can you tell us the story behind that song? It's not particularly true, by the way. What? Even when it's bad, it's good. Oh, the, 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 the story of the song. We actually... Uh, it is a great that's song. That's the song I found on... It's not SoundCloud. It was, it, it was a, there was a duo that had... A male-female duo that had cut that tune, and I brought it to Jason Perry, who um, co-produced our second album. You, you know Jason? Known him for yeah. a million years. Yeah. yeah. Just... Uh, one of my favorite dudes, uh, and it was a, another Perry Carey. Perry, oh god, yes. Perry Carey. We used to play with those guys. Oh yes. god, yeah. I, he's he was a perfect fit for the, that project we did. But that's a, a song that I found, and we had uh, a hell of a time uh, trying to find. Jason was trying to track down who wrote the song. It was floating around just down there. He he could not, uh, he could not find. I was like, I'm like, well, I need it. For writing the liner notes and shit, dude, I need to know who freaking wrote this song. I mean, we had we had we had cut the damn song. We it was fully mixed, mastered, it was ready to go, and we still didn't have the writer credit. We had no idea. What in the hell? So pretty sure um, nobody wrote it. I want to tell you about one of my favorite bars in the Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota area, the B-Dale Club. Located on the corner of County Road B, and Dale's motto is, a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun, and that is the truth. The Mike Mondry Classic Mini Golf Tournament will be held on Sunday, May 23rd at 11 o'clock a.m. More information and sign your team up at the bar. Also, I'm still going to be rocking every Thursday until I start teaching summer school in Turtle Lake on until June 23rd. Oh, shit. Also, I'm going to be rocking every Thursday until I start teaching summer school in June. Rob, Emily, Natalie, Kate, Shelly, the entire bar staff all state-of-the-art cocktail wizards. As of late, my libation of choice is the classic Greyhound, and they are to quote 16-time world champion Ric Flair, tasty little devils. Save the date, B-Dale Club Barbecue Contest, August 7th, 
live music, pool table, pool tabs, bingo, bocce ball tournaments, and much, much more. B-Dale's got it all. Stop by for a cold one soon. Yes, it was. um, And then we heard it, and then we did it. So it was uh, Josh Keir wrote it, who has uh, a handful of number ones with with Lady A and... and, uh, I run to you. I think was his. Was Ooh, a big number that's one. a big that hit. A, yeah, yeah, that was a great um, one. So we we've gotten that was the lucky lucky snag that we got for that that tune. We got you know we were lucky enough to 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 go down to Nashville and sing for uh, we sang for Black River um, Black uh, for Label. Doug Johnson. Is it Black River? Black. Yep. Um, yeah. And I then just uh, be quiet over here. And then Sony um, <laughs> Sony Records as well and. And I have no idea. One of our songs. Is this a cool place? Okay, let's go. <laughs> one of the songs that we did in the, you know, and you go down, you've been in that experience. You're, and the label people want you to sound good, but they're as nervous as you are, you know, and you're just. And we did I'll Be Right There. And <laughs> and right away, she, one of the one of the girls at the label said, where'd you guys get that song? Because she knew who wrote it. and and uh, And we're like. Our producer brought it to us, you know. <laughs> and Jason Perry has sung for every label in Nashville fifty thousand times. Everyone knows him because he's so goddamn tenacious, you know. And he's knocks on every la- so. We he got us the meeting with Sony. He got us the meeting with Black River. Do you remember River. what happened when we finished singing? Yeah, Doug. Well, that oh, was at wow. Black River. Doug Johnson, who, you, who you guys found Blake Shelton. He found <laughs> he's a legend. He's like. Y'all sing loud. That was his first thing because we're in there just. We both are loud singers, you know. And it was hilarious. But we, my story about those. Obviously, we didn't get a, a, a deal. But we, I like to say that you guys we. Are loud. Yeah, yeah. Y'all like, sing loud, man. That was I think his first. We're used to like very shy people, and you can barely hear them. And we were like, I'm, I'm, I'm singing this yeah. sucker out. Yeah. It was right we when Black River was. was that we sing. Right when Black River started, so they were a new label, and we got um, Doug was very very nice and told us all the money he'd have to sink into us right away, and said he said we just signed this, you know we're a startup label, we just signed this young girl, this 22 year old girl, and we're putting all the money into her. That ended up to be Kelsey Ballerini, so we lost a record deal to Kelsey, Kelsey Ballerini. <laughs> At Sony, well, that story yeah. was was um, we well, got the sweetest. Sweetest email that was sent to Jason, and Jason shared it with with us um, from the head A and R guy there at the time. I can't remember. I think he's still there, Craig something. I don't remember. But he said we just we don't have room um, in the lineup for a duo right now because we're we're pushing this new male duo really hard, and we really think they're going to do well. That ended up being Dan and Shay, who now have a handful of Grammys and are. Monstrously huge. So we who we to, did a yeah, show with. I mean, so we lost a record deal. Lose to record deals to somebody else. At least who end up being huge. Right. You know. Yeah. Right. It's okay. those are our two brushes with record deals and who we who we lost them to. And prior to that, we had and we had actually just um, played before Dan and Shay at Country Fest that year. And I had a great conversation with Shay on their bus for like a half an hour about our favorite singers because that dude. I, whether they're country Another or not, you can. Who gets compared to? Yeah, to you Gary can. Lavox. Yes, Dan. Yes, Shay Mooney yeah. is a huge, uh, huge, huge Nebraska Flats fan. But that dude, there's no one on the radio right now that can sing like that cat. Shay Mooney is an uh, otherworldly freaking singer. I mean, this guy is their latest 
single um, I should probably go to bed he's like full voicing a high F like stupid stupid singer the guy so that was and that's another conversation that was really I've had several times with Gary Lavox too about who our favorite singers were and how we're obsessed with good singers like great you know it's just it's such a yeah, Shea Mooney is Dana Shea or something special too man they're they're huge but that's so that's awesome. that's who we lost our, our other you know, potentially lost a record. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, there's for pimping plenty them? of times you've pimped people yeah. to the point where <laughs> well, there you they go. really, really should be. I don't know. There should be some sort of a a, a tip jar some, at s- least. Some type of stipend. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Nice. Yeah. Yes. All right, guys. I think we're going to call it. Heidi Owens and Matt Neve. Thank you guys for being on the Mark of the Hitchville. Thank you guys for being on the Mark Stereo Music Podcast. How can folks get a hold of you? Your website. What else you got coming up like this summer? Oh, we're going to be playing quite a bit more. You guys put on any new music or shoot any music videos, anything like that? We do have, uh, we are sifting through. In fact, Heidi doesn't even know this right now. What? (laughs) Um, A new single in the next few months. So we have two two albums that are available on, you know, iTunes. I say that wherever you stream your music, that's where you find our stuff. Um uh, welcome to Hitchville.com or on I do know Facebook. This we just talked about it this Insta- week. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we so were. Maybe I'm, your I'm gun- the studio so for me is a super sacred spot, and it's just a cesspool of creativity that I just thrive in, and I can't wait to get back in there. It's been two, it's been four, four years. We've about, also been four and a half bouncing years. around doing a Christmas album for a long, long time, yeah. haven't we? Yeah. I heard you guys on Facebook do Christmas song. What was it maybe last year, the year before? We did, a, we did a Christmas show. We put together a full Christmas show and did it at a few theaters. this Cucamonga crap. And it God, went, you are a Blenders fan, man. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> this guy's been doing that for 30 years, man. It's crazy. Um, so we, but welcome that to Hitchville.com. Really well. The Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebook, and everything, um, all the socials. And uh, uh, our self-titled album and our second album, our sophomore Project Soundtrack to Life. Those are all streaming in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Pandora, all that stuff. Awesome. Yeah. And we do have a lot. Of, we, we got some stuff coming up this summer. It's probably not going to be a normal summer still, but it's at least looking better. Awesome. Yes. Yes. Heidi and Matt, thanks for being in the Mark Stereo Music Podcast. Thanks, thanks, thanks for coming on to B-Dale on a rainy night. It's been just Heck a fun yeah. time talking to you guys. I love a rainy just, night. Just a blast. I just to hear how, yeah, what, yeah. what in the world I said, because that always happens, too. I know you guys had a long weekend. <laughs> thanks for coming down here. Really appreciate it. Yeah, dude. And uh, we'll see you guys later. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Cheers, bud. Thank you. for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. Again, please support this week's sponsors, ID Chrysler, Zumbrota, and the B-Deal Club. This is also a listener-supported podcast, so if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some musical edits on this show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging in iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time. Something like this don't come along every day. So
to you.